You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of JaysRenegouch.com, and this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. The Blue Jays have no such need for parts at the moment. That machine is humming. That machine is, well, as I said, it is a machine. At the time of recording this, which, thanks to my day job, is again after 3 a.m. And at a time when I am very, very tired because... I don't have necessary chemicals going through my body because of things I need to do in order to prep for my season-ending surgery at the end of the month. But it is worth it because for the first time all season, I get to talk about the Blue Jays as they were meant to be, as we all envision them to be. And even without George Springer the past few days, which we might talk about a little more. But, no, for those of you who just want to hear this over again, because I'm sure everyone knows who's listening to this, but the Blue Jays have won eight in a row. They're officially the hottest team in baseball. At a time when pundits in the media... And people like me were saying they had to show up in this stretch if they wanted to give the impression they wanted to play meaningful baseball in September and October. The Blue Jays have responded. And I I said uh, earlier this week that that first game against Oakland, the 11-10 game, that may be the key moment, the decisive turning point. Since then, the Blue Jays have been relentless. They swept that series with Oakland, essentially knocking the A's well back um, in the wild card standings. Still reeling, by the way. They've lost four in a row. Um, they had lost four in a row before coming back to win a couple. Um, but, yeah. They've leapfrogged the Athletics. They've leapfrogged the Mariners. And what was once an eight-game, eight-and-a-half-game deficit to the Yankees is now a half-game after humiliating the Yankees in such a fashion that has not been seen in almost a hundred years. Not since 1924 did a team walk into the Bronx and thoroughly dominate a four-game series to the point where the Yankees literally did not lead once in any of those four games. The Yankees have lost six in a row, four of them coming at the hands of the Blue Jays. And I I really don't want to repeat myself, but I just like like saying that 
And I just like say the Yankees lost all four games of a four-game series at home against the Blue Jays. It is lovely. And there are there are many factors that have gone into it. Factors that we have talked about earlier this week. Factors we've been talking about all season. And if y'all will permit me, I just wanna I just wanna take a moment to bathe in a little bit of validation because I'm gonna start with the fact that the Blue Jays actually have a smart approach at the plate now. And Bo Bichette admitted this in the postgame of tonight's uh, sweep-clinching victory. He said, the Blue Jays were trying to hit a two-run home run with nobody on base at times in August. Dear listeners, how long have I been saying that about the Blue Jays and everything they were doing at the plate? Swinging out of their socks, going for home runs when they should be going for singles, just trying to extend innings. I don't know. Did Jake Lamb bring this on when he came in from the White Sox? Maybe. I don't know. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna go out on that limb and say Jake Lamb was the necessary final piece that the Blue Jays needed. Although like I said, appar- apparently the the waiver pickups that the Blue Jays are doing, thankfully not on the bullpen anymore, because we've seen how that's working for the Yankees, especially in this series. But Jake Jake Lamb has been a lefty bat off the bench, a third one, so Montoya has a bit more ability to to play with his lineups. Jared Dyson's been a valuable defensive replacement, sort of what Anthony Alford and Jonathan Davis have been in previous years for the Blue Jays, except a little more higher priced. It is it has been a consistently evolving team. And maybe in this recent recent stretch, they've evolved to the point where, as I said, you're willing to get rallies going. I know I know tonight they had three home runs. All of them were solo shots. The Yankees had three home runs too. All their runs came via the home run. They lost. If you if you actually go back and and look, basically uh, the Yankees scored eight runs in this series. Seven of them came via home run. The only one that didn't was the Anthony Rizzo single in the 5-1 loss. That scored Andrew Velasquez. It's been nice to see the Blue Jays' offense evolve a little bit. It's been nice to see the Blue Jays' offense be more dynamic. It's been nice to see the Blue Jays' offense be able to take advantage of situations and and pile on runs and, and not take their foot off the gas pedal. And so I'll, I'll go into it a little bit more. Um, but before I do, I just want to tell you all about Stat Hero. Um, did you know 
that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose. I am one of those people. I don't think that's a big shock. I mean, you see you see the prize payouts on some of those sites, and it's kind of stupid. Because you look, and you see, like, the same guy with 10 lineups who took, like, 2nd through 11th because he entered the same thing and took all that money. It's rigged. I don't want to play that game. I don't play that game anymore. Like, they have the money to put in 100 lineups, and they have the tools to go through. I, I don't bother. But now there's Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts pl the player in control and winning within reach. Because what you do with Stat Hero is you're not going against these experts who are putting in 100 lines. You're just going against them. One-on-one, head-to-head, winner-take-all. Stat Hero gives you their lineup for the day and dares you to find a lineup that beats them. No other site is doing that. That's... That's... A lot more entertaining and you know I get to try and take down the house which is the fun part of the casino being like ah, I'm smarter than you I can beat you at your own game you're in total control stat hero is DFS the way it was meant to be one-on-one -on -one. play stat hero now and change the odds go to stathero.com slash locked on sign up for free and right now you can get three times your money back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. None of those other sites are doing that. Go to stathero.com slash locked on to get in on that. That's stathero.com slash locked on. So like I said, the Yankees became extremely one-dimensional with their offense in this four-game series. And it... I feel it directly contributed to their loss, especially when facing the pitchers that they did. Now, I will get to the pitchers um, in the final segment, but I do want to keep talking about the hitters because one of the other things I've, I harped on about when this team was struggling, when this team looked like it was just heading for another crash out, is how one-dimensional it came, not just on relying on home runs, but on who was hitting the home runs. It had to be Vladdy getting something done. It had to be Teoscar Hernandez getting something done. There wasn't a lot of, of solid contribution through the lineup. And through this streak, the Blue Jays have been getting those contributions. Um, like, like I said, in, in the opener... Um, the one where George Springer got hurt because he fouled the pitch off his knee because the dude cannot catch a freaking break. Glad he had a good game, three for five. He homered in that game. But Marcus Simeon stepped up with with the Grand Slam, with the opening salvo off Jamison Tyon to set the tone. As we said, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., the star of that comeback against Oakland, he stepped up his game in recent week, in recent outings. He um, he had a four game hit streak and in the second game of the Yankees series, but he also picked up hits in the final two games. So hits in six to seven games, just continuing to get on base. Alejandro Kirk, have we have we not lavished enough praise on our large adult son Alejandro Kirk, who? homered twice in that 5-1 victory um, against the Yankees on Wednesday. 
And, you know, when the, the Blue Jays were getting all their offense via the fly ball in that game, a couple of sack flies and three homers, but they they had the pitching to back that up. And again, I will talk about that in the second segment. But like I said, Marcus Simeon is playing like a guy who knows he's going to get paid the way he's been hitting this this offseason. Alejandro Kirk stepping up to be the offensive catcher that the Blue Jays need, even when he's not catching, even in his DH role. Randall Grichuk on Thursday coming up with a big home run. I believe it was his 20th of the season. He hit, no, sorry, 22nd. I shortchanged Hanson Randy. I apologize. But it's guys like that. It's guys like Danny Jansen coming in with productive at-bats, not trying to do too much, getting a bases-loaded walk. How many bases-loaded walks have we seen the Blue Jays get lately? It's beautiful. I love it. I love the fact that a run's coming in instead of just seeing another lazy fly ball or a, or a ball hammered into the dirt for a double play. Awesome. I love it. It's, it's Bravik Valera coming off the bench to pinch hit for Alejandro Kirk and delivering an RBI double in the ninth proved to be a very vital insurance run for the Blue Jays. Just, just everyone seems to be clicking. Bo Bichette had, had himself a day on Thursday with, with the leadoff home run um, and then the RBI single to score Jansen. You know, there, there's more production through the lineup. And like I said, that's without Springer. And Charlie Montoya says Springer's feeling better. He might play against Baltimore in the opener on Friday. But just just everyone on this offense seems to be contributing now. And and that's crucial for the Blue Jays to be able to be able to do what they need to do, to be able to tire pitchers out, to not give them a, a breather. And I'm sorry to say they still have one right now because Kevin Smith, buddy, I love you, but um I I think you need to go back to AAA and and just work on on refining what you were doing down there cuz it ain't working up here, bud. I'm I'm sorry. I had to be a little bit icy. It's in my name, but getting getting that top to bottom production and and like I said, making sure pitchers know they are not getting any easy outs. They're not going to be able to get those ground balls they need. That is huge. That is what will allow the Blue Jays to survive on home runs when those pitches come. Well, just my thought. You know what else I think? I think there are too many freaking devices on my coffee table right now. And, I mean, I, I know people are... People have that problem because you have the one remote for for like your Roku device you have the one remote for the TV for the DVD player for um uh uh like the, the secondary one the, the Apple TV because that's not on Roku and then you're still watching stuff on your phone anyway so there's a way to get all that together without the hassle and get all the entertainment that you love it's called direct TV stream 
and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. It means you don't have to juggle the remotes, you don't have to buy another device ever again, you free up space on the coffee table for your food or your laptop or whatever you want to put on there. And there's no annual contract so you don't have to worry about being locked into a service. So. You just get rid of the clutter and all the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. This episode is also brought to you by our title sponsor, rockauto.com. Longtime sponsor of the program, a family business serving do-it-yourself mechanics for over 20 years with a huge catalog of parts for for whatever project you're working on. And they make it so much easier to find the parts for the car you're working on instead of having to go to a local chain auto parts store and watch them sit at the computer typing away, something you could do very easily at your own computer and save yourself some money at, at the same time. I mean, if you go to Rock Auto, you don't pay all that dealership markup, so you're saving 30%, 50%, even 100% of the markup from a chain store or a dealership. And you know you're getting a reliably low price no matter what you're looking for, be it brake parts or tail lamps or motor oil or water pumps that don't explode in your car and strand you in a parking lot in the middle of summer. So go to their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and when they ask, how did you hear about us, write locked on in the box so they know you came from us and everyone gets to be happy. So check out amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, I feel like a horrible person for saving this for last, but we we do know the key to the Blue Jays' success in New York. And it's the fact that the pitching staff was in complete control of that offense. Save, save for the last inning, when Nate Pearson looked like, you know, he, he might literally give it up via home runs. Uh I'm I'm I don't really want to talk about Nate Pearson right now. We'll talk about Nate Pearson in a sec, but it's five straight days that the Blue Jays pitching staff has just been dominant. And it starts with that rotation as we've been praising them this whole time. They have been the bright spot. They they were one out from from Alec Manoa away from having a string of five straight quality starts during that time. Actually six, sorry. I forgot Barrios only allowed um, three runs. Um, so yeah, one Alec Manoa out away from just a run of, of beautiful starts. Um, like I said, Robbie Ray is a Cy Young candidate, should be a Cy Young favorite, I think at this point, just the rate he's been mowing down batters. Um, Hyunjin Ryu, before he left due to that forearm strain, he looked like Hyunjin Ryu of old, just picking his spots and, and being able to, to chew down Yankee hitters who couldn't get a dang thing going against them. 
Steven Matz has been on a tear. He pitched six innings of one-run ball. Again, another guy who, who's looking for that contract in the offseason and is doing what he can to get it. He's, he's won two straight starts. He hasn't given up more than two earned runs in a start since July 28th. Dude is dealing. Even Alec Manwa, who has been the weak link um, in, in the past uh, couple weeks for the Blue Jays, still going out there like the diesel tanker that he is. And just giving innings. Five and two-thirds on Wednesday. Did give up the uh, the three-run home run to Brett Gardner, which, ew, but it's fine. It's fine, because the bullpen had his back. And then Jose Barrios today. Six and two-thirds innings of two-run ball. Beautiful. Love it. Love seeing that in the rotation next year. It is awesome. And then, like I said, the bullpen outside of Nate Pearson's inning has been spotless during this run. Like like I said, uh, aside from Joaquin Soria and Jordan Romano combining to let Oakland back in that middle game, the only two runs they gave up were Pearson's on Thursday. Trevor Richards, perfect. Brian Baker, first career MLB inning. Spotless. Trevor Richards, beautiful. Tim Meza, awesome. Adam Simber, love you. Everything seems to be moving in the right direction, which was going to be necessary to get this team back in the playoff hunt. And right now it's it's really hard to to find something to harp on. Like I said, I I I iced Kevin Smith. I feel bad about that. I can ice Nate Pearson, but I don't really want to do that. I just want to enjoy the fact that this team is good. This team is winning. This team is going to be a factor going into late September and October. It's it's just lovely. I missed it. It's going to suck if they make the playoffs and I'm going to be sitting in a hospital bed. But that is the life I live. Anyway. If you feel this podcast is the best for the life you want to live, make sure you're subscribed uh, on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, subscribe to Locked on Bets. Sorry. Just, just so choked up talking about Locked on Bets because betting on the MLB doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favor picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. You can follow this one on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Jays. Episode links are usually posted on the Twitter feed. And you can follow me on there at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb, but not as dumb as having an election in the middle of a pandemic. Again. I've had two. You better get my name right this time. Jesus. Anyway. For everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jeezfromthecouch.com, 
I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And y'all take care.